What is going on, coaches and athletes? Welcome back to True Life Sessions. If you don't know me, my name is Michael Hawks, and I have the honor of serving on FCA staff in the Pacific Northwest. And welcome back after summer vacation. Hope you had an amazing summer and you're ready to jump back in and learn more from coaches and athletes across the nation and the globe. Today we have a special episode because we invite Halsey Keltner into the TLS podcast. Halsey is currently a college volleyball player living in Chicago, but originally from the Pacific Northwest. This past summer at Nampa, Idaho's multi-sport camp, I got to meet Halsey where she was a huddle leader there and hear a little bit about her story. Once I heard her story, I knew she needed to be on TLS, and I'm excited for you to hear from her today, from her wisdom on what it looks like to follow Jesus as a collegiate athlete in the arena of volleyball. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode today. Well, what's going on, coaches and athletes? Welcome to True Life Sessions, where we just have conversations with coaches and athletes about what it looks like following Jesus in their everyday life as they play sports, as they coach sports, um, and as they just try to live out the mission that Jesus has called them to. And so we're thankful that you're here today, wherever you're at in the world, thankful that you are joining us. And I have an amazing uh, guest with me today, uh, someone that I have met through an FCA camp this past summer, um, but Miss Halsey Keltner. What's up, Halsey? How you doing? I'm doing good. It's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good yeah. day. Halsey, I'd love for you to just share a little bit about who you are. I know who you are. We've met before, but mm-hmm. for everybody else that may be listening to this or watching this, I'd love for you to share just a, who you are, where you're from, where you're at, what sports you play, and so on. All right. My name is Halsey Keltner. I am a current junior, and I go to school at Trinity International. It's in Deerfield, Illinois which is like the north suburbs of Chicago. So I can say I'm from Chicago area right now, which is kind of cool. But I grew up in Anacortes, Washington. Actually, I was in the Pacific Northwest for the first like 18 years of my life. And then I went to a community college in the Iowa. So I've been in the Midwest for the past three years. But yeah, I'm here playing volleyball. I did volleyball and track at my junior college and now just rounded out to just one sport for now yeah yeah that's yeah. awesome how's uh has volleyball started are you guys training practicing you're I mean you're in games right now aren't you yeah we're in games we're I think about like 15 games into our season wow. we've had like a lot of games within the past three weeks we had about mm-hmm. a third of our season so we went fast quick and fast right away <laughs> Um, we've been training since first week of August, so we've been getting to it for a while now. That's crazy. Training since the first week of August, it's Mm -hmm. middle September and you're already 15 games in. That's that's (laughs) ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, How are you, how are you you all doing? You doing good? Yeah, we're doing good. We got, um, I think we're 11 and three right now. So we got a pretty good record going on. We've had some success in conference games and non-conference and we've got to play a lot of good teams and really develop through that it's good to play good teams and learn mm-hmm. a lot yeah totally mm-hmm. i uh i always am so envious of volleyball because i've never seen and i've probably said this before on here but i've never seen a group of people that one are so energetic but also like love their teammates so much like anytime I'm at a volleyball game I'm just like man these people like (laughs) this is what community should look like like volleyball players like one they get after it but also like like the screaming the yelling the chants the hoorah slaps in the middle you know it's just like man dude this this looks fun I'm I'm kind of sad that I missed out on it growing up because it just looks like such a cool group and team 
atmosphere to be a part of. Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyways, sorry. That's just my little tangent about <laughs> no, it. No, that <laughs> environment is real. It's loud and energetic and fun. And we got about we got about like sixteen people on mm. the on the bench, not even including the ones on the court. So we got some wow. noise going on in the gym. Wow. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Mm. That is so cool. Well, Halsey, I'd love for you to share also just kind of your history with FCA. Um, yeah. Me and Halsey met in the Pacific Northwest multi-sport camp this last summer um, in June. She was a huddle leader there. Um, but I'd love for you to share just uh, a little bit more about your history with FCA. Yeah, definitely. So I actually didn't hear about FCA until probably my senior year of high school when my parents started getting involved. Both my parents are now on staff in the Pacific Northwest. They got it going in yeah, Skagit County, so let's the go. west side. Yeah, but I l- heard about it through them, and I went to camp for the first time in, I believe it was 2018, I think. That was the first year I went to camp. Yeah. I was a junior in high school, and that was that was pretty exciting. I loved what they were doing. I love sports. I mean, my family's been involved in sports before FCA was ever on our minds. So that's definitely part of our community. But I got to come back as a huddle leader post-COVID in 2020. And I actually got to rededicate my life to Christ that Mm. summer. And it just really impacted the way I viewed like sports as a whole. And Mm -hmm. I think that's something that I've learned through FCA is just like, it's not just Christ and sports like separately, like those things are connected way more than we ever thought they were. And that's yeah. something that like I've learned a lot from the people I met, from the coaches, and especially from my parents. I've learned a lot from them in the way that they are in community with others and care for others through sports because it's a big part of our life. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Matt and Michelle Keltner. They're on staff at yes. FCA up in the PNW. That's my area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love them to death. And what was so cool for me this past summer was I showed up to Nampa uh, to shoot some video um, in Idaho, and the whole Keltner family was there. And and when I say that, I gotta I gotta provide some context. <laughs> so there's Matt and Michelle, and then there's f- what is it five kids? Mm-hmm. So and all of them are a part of camp, which was super yeah. cool. I, I think your oldest sister was like an AT helping out yep. um, in the medicine, but. But then everybody else was huddle leaders. And it was like so cool for me with a young family and dreaming about like the, the vision for my family and seeing you all there together. I was like, mm-hmm. dude, Kelton's rolled deep. <laughs> yeah. And you all are like super tall. So it's really hard to miss you <laughs> walking yeah, around when campus. Yeah, you turn heads a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was super cool. I remember uh, the first night when they introduced the huddle leaders, mm-hmm. it wasn't like individually each Keltner. I mean, there was just kind of like, here comes. <laughs> the Keltners and y'all uh, rolled in four and, out of five. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it was just super cool, uh, for me to see. Um, but I'd love to kind of touch a little bit more on kind of some things that you said there, which mm-hmm. I think is super impactful. Uh, the, the, um, connection between Christ and how he doesn't necessarily, he's separate from sports, but how he almost infiltrates sports mm-hmm. and makes it more whole. Um, I love that. Um, but I'd also love for you to kind of share that that kind of transformation that you've had in your life. You shared a little bit yeah. about your testimony at camp, which is where I heard for the first time. And I'd love for mm-hmm. you to share just a little bit about your journey in following Jesus uh, up yeah. until that point of rededication and then now kind of where you're at. Definitely. Well, I had like, I, clearly my parents are in FCA now. So I grew up in 
a definitely church-going family. Sports and church was kind of what we did. That was what we known for. That's what we did. But church was never really, like, a part of my story. Mm-hmm. I hadn't really, like, taken it upon myself to, like, have a personal relationship with God. It was kind of just, like, something that I did. I knew what to say. I memorized the Bible verses, all that. I was pastor's kid to the max, helping out in church and stuff like that. So I didn't really understand what it meant to, like, truly have relationship with God until I went through some really hard times in my high school years that pushed me, or at least for me, it made me like go farther away from Christ. And I was in a really dark place. I had a friend, close friend pass away and I made some not so positive relationships that weren't very uplifting and weren't bringing me towards Christ. And I didn't really see how it was impacting me until actually after And when probably my freshman year at my junior college, where I started really taking my relationship with Christ seriously and trying to develop like a personal relationship. And I think that's where like everything changed for me, where I wanted to pursue Christ and I wanted to bring him and his word into my sports because I saw the positive things that it did in it. And I saw the more peace I had, even when things are going my way, I think I'm a very, like, I set high expectations when it comes to sports specifically, but just Mm -hmm. life in general. And when I wasn't, like, having God there to comfort me when I didn't do everything I thought I should do, it was really hard to, like, get back up. So Mm -hmm. I think that comfort and that peace of, like, I am not identified by my performance on the court. I'm not identified by how much playing time I get, by what I do like stats wise but I'm identified as a child of God and like I'm here to glorify him so like whatever I do on this earth that that just comes second to that Mm, that's so good that's so good you said a lot in there I'm gonna try to try to run it back (laughs) a little bit um I think one thing that you're hitting on is um a lot of times uh people don't really understand the goodness of Jesus until they're fully Mm -hmm. in Jesus you know or we don't understand how bad or um how hurtful the things that we do in our life are, are mm-hmm. chipping away at us, chipping away at our identity, chipping away at our heart, chipping away at yeah. our soul, until what Scripture says is Jesus, once he grabs a hold of us, he actually transfers us from the mm-hmm. kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. And when I see that picture, I literally see like almost like cupping of hands and like picking mm-hmm. me up and putting me into the kingdom of light. And once you're in the kingdom of light, then you can identify, wait a second, like, whoa, that was... That was a part of life that I thought I was okay. I thought I was doing good. Um, But because now of your renewed eyes in Jesus, like he can now show you like, Mm -hmm. wow, that those things were really hurting me, my identity. Um, And now I love what you said too. And I think every coach and athlete could probably relate to this struggle. We talk about it a lot on here, but this struggle of identity, like Mm -hmm. who I am when nobody's looking is connected to my stats when everybody's watching, you know, or um, I'm not, I didn't play great, so I'm not a good person, or I didn't play mm-hmm. the way that I expected myself to play, so now I'm a terrible person. <laughs> so yeah. um, it's just so freeing, you know, that Jesus would mm-hmm. would save us in such a way that now, apart from those things, He gives it even more life. Like even when we're doing yeah. bad, He can still, you know, push us to make the better decisions to become better at what we do, but also like we're not defined by that. This is so yeah. freeing um, to, to live that way. And too, I think, I think what I've seen, this is my own opinion, but what I've seen is sports haven't become fun anymore. Like athletes are mm-hmm. 
you know, uh, athletes or coaches, it's more of like, this is just what we do. We grind, we yeah. grind, we grind, we win, we do this, we do this. And I think we've kind of taken the joy out of, you know, the sports when we played when yeah. we were kids on the playground. Like, um, and I think what Jesus can do to an athlete or a coach is bring that joy back. Like, yeah. hey, I created this That's avenue huge. to be fun. Like I created this to mm -hmm. be, you've made it a God though. And now it's become a prison. Yeah. I want it I want to I want it to be the original design that I had which was to be a playground for fun for my kids to have mm -hmm. fun. Um so I think that's I think that's so good. Um so now um you rededicate dedicate your life to Jesus which is super mm -hmm. awesome. Um become a huddle leader again this past year yes. uh, I guess every year since. Um how is it changing now? the trajectory, the way in which you play volleyball, the way in which you act on and off the court, um, being so far away from home, like how has following Jesus now kind of changed yeah. who you are and how you act in those spaces? I think it's given me a lot of like reason to consider more about what I do and how things I say, like be more patient and like slower to speak. Cause I think mm -hmm. I'm a pretty passionate, like, go get in person I just say things or I do things and then I look back I'm like oh maybe I shouldn't have said that or something like that but like just like the care and like empathy for others that that like love of Christ has kind of developed in me over time is like I'm more considerate and I want more to like uplift others like I'm a competitive person so I want to succeed on my own but I through like my relationship with God I think having others succeed before me has been mm -hmm. something that I'm really working on. Mm -hmm. And I'm not perfect at it. I know no, none of us are, but it's just like trying, working hard in uh, uplifting my teammates and encouraging them first and foremost, regardless of what I'm doing, because mm -hmm. it's not always going to go my way. Like I have so little control in a lot of things and just releasing that and knowing that if I'm there, and if I'm loving them and if I'm caring for them, that's like more than I could ever do on the court. Mm. Mm. That's so good. Yeah, mm -hmm. that is so good. Caring. And two, you're in volleyball, like what we just said, which yeah. is literally, I think, one of the most caring sports I've ever seen when it comes mm -hmm. to the team caring and the team, the team unity. Yeah. Um, that's so awesome. So awesome, Halsey. Um, I'd love to talk a little bit about camp, too. Like, you yeah. know, you've you've gone back. Obviously, you know, your parents are pretty heavily involved, but what do you think the power of just disciples making disciples, you stepping into, you know, in that avenue as a huddle leader yeah. to invest in the next generation? Um, what do you like? Why do you keep going back? I guess is the question. What, what's the point uh, for you to keep going back to camp and be a huddle leader to make disciples? I think that community that like Christ wants us to have, like not even just with the huddle leaders, but with these campers that we're getting to influence that they're, getting to see what Christ can do in the lives of athletes, in the lives of people, in the lives of disciples. Like they're seeing that firsthand in the way the huddle leaders and the staff interact with each other. Like that's something, like you said, like the world of sports is kind of a, it's a harsh one. Like it's hostile mm -hmm. and it's, it's competitive against each other instead of with each other. Mm. And just seeing it that it doesn't have to be like that. And that I know every camper that all my girls in my huddle, which are awesome, they were the best girls. It was so fun. Um, but they were all saying, like, I, oh, I wish all sports would be like this. Like, FCA, mm. like, it's just so positive. 
And I think that's one thing that like keeps me coming back. It's like, it is so positive because Mm -hmm. it's like Christ's love on the court, which is not something that you see. It's like Mm. you're wanting others to succeed and you're lifting others up. And it's just such a fun environment. And like you said, like sports aren't really fun anymore in a lot of Mm. cultures. Mm -hmm. So just seeing that like portrayed in camp, it's like everything's fun. Like Mm -hmm. there's not a dull moment. It's like so full of fun and love that it's just like, why would you not want to come back? Yeah, I love that. And we, you know, we believe that camp is such a catalytic environment Mm -hmm. for ministry, you know, not creating camps that are just kind of like that mountaintop experience. And then it's kind of like, well, I can't wait for next year. But how do we use camp as a catalytic experience to produce more joy in sports? You know, when these kids do go back and they're playing, you know, baseball, softball, they're swimming, motocross, like, come on, like they're, they're, they're in those spaces. And they're like, man, like, what I experienced there was real. Like, how can yeah. I bring that back to here? And mm-hmm. I think that's just such a beautiful picture of Matthew, the great commission, like Jesus saying, go make yeah. disciples of all nations. Like go be the light of Christ in these places and bring mm-hmm. life back to these places. Um, and it's just a cool, a really, really, really beautiful picture of what yeah. FCA could do and in the sports and through camp and, and through huddle leaders like you who are like, no, mm-hmm. like this is what sports were meant to do, you know, um, which is, which is super good. Um, I think what, what I would love to talk about now is kind of from like a practicality standpoint, like Mm -hmm. in following Jesus, um, this month we're talking about, um, in our theme every, we're talking about you are growing, which basically is just purposefully living out God's word every day. Mm -hmm. Um, and that comes from second Peter three 18, uh, which says, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ to him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Um, and the key words in that is, but grow. So growing, mm-hmm. um, how for you in your own personal life in your own personal walk as a college volleyball player with probably a thousand things on your plate, how mm-hmm. do you in your everyday life, um, grow in the grace and in the knowledge of Jesus just practically? Yeah. I think one thing that's just like been really impactful is spending time in God's word. Like just in the past few years, that's been something that's really been growing in my daily routine, just like having time alone with him and spending quiet. I know my uh, volleyball team, we were talking about Psalms 23, like how we lie down in green pastures and walk beside still waters. And we're just like talking about that, like metaphorically, how impactful that like quiet time with the Lord is. And I've seen that in my own life, even just like walking and like listening, not listening to music, but just listening to what God like has for me planned that mm. I honestly, if I was hustling and bustling, I wouldn't hear anything you say. So mm. just like taking that time to slow down and listen. And I think that's been something that's been really impactful. And I think seeking out advice from other believers and other like people that I look up to that I look up to their faith and their walk and the way that they treat others. That's been huge for me. Like my coach is a really impactful person. And that is, I really respect the way he lives out his faith on our team. And Mm -hmm. my mom is um, like my confidant. She's always getting my head straight when I'm frustrated and like urging me to go towards God and be patient and Mm -hmm. just texting me like he has a plan. He has a plan. Like when I'm complaining about something. So just, like being vulnerable and open with those, I think that's something that practically has really helped. It's like knowing that I don't have every answer and I don't know everything, but like it's okay to go towards other sources for help. 
Amen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. Yes. Uh, what you hit on is, man, I just like, let's make quiet time cool again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like uh, in a world that is so noisy and so go, 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 go for us to mm-hmm. pause, stop, be silent at the feet of the Lord. Like it, it, it's really easy to pass by the whisper of God when everything else is way too loud. And I love how you said, man, sometimes I just need to go on a walk and just listen and just be quiet. Sometimes I just need to, you know, sit in the word. Um, But also I think what you're hitting at too is that the Christian life was never meant for you to walk by yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, All of the New Testament letters are written to a group of people. They're not written to an individual. You're not supposed to read it as if like, you know, Michael grow in the grace and knowledge. You know, he's saying that you is... I'm Southern, that you is y'all, you know, like y'all grow in the the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus. And uh, it's like there is a there is a part of us that's the personal relationship with Jesus. But there's also, I think, even just as powerful, the community relationship with Jesus and how we walk out our faith with one another. Um, You just yeah, the Christian faith was not meant for Lone Rangers. Like it's, yeah. you are, you are meant to be in a body and in a community of people. Um, yes. so I think that's, I think that's so good. Um, coaches and athletes, wherever you're at, get in the word, read your Bible. Okay. It's really good. Okay. <laughs> read your Bible. If you need help with that, reach out to a staff person, reach out to somebody. Yes. We'd love to provide you with resources to help you just take a step in that. Um, but also get connected to a church, get connected to a community, get connected to a huddle, get connected to people that, want to see Christ elevated in your life, um, that want to lay down their life so that you can advance. I love what you were saying about in your sport, Mm -hmm. um, serving people in such a way that loves them and is empathetic towards them and wants the best for them. And so, yes, get in the word and get in community. That's literally the best way, Mm -hmm. I think, in my life personally, uh, that I've seen the Lord do the most work. Because what he's usually teaching me in private, when I bring to community, they're like, oh yeah, me too. Um, and this is what I've learned about that. And and you get to like bounce stuff and the Lord's just talking to you all, all at the same time. And it's yeah. just super, super good. Um, well, that's so good, Halsey. I think, you know, we're coming up on our time and we could probably sit here and talk for yeah. another hour. Um, but I uh, just want to thank you just for your wisdom um, at such a young age as a college athlete to be um, one vulnerable, to be like, I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. I'm practicing the way of Jesus. I yeah. uh, haven't perfected it. Um, me neither. Um, but I'm practicing. I'm trying to get better. Um, but all the while, thankful that the Lord is loving me. And so I just yeah. want to thank you. And I appreciate you. And uh, Deerfield, Illinois. Deerfield, will never, Illinois. Yeah, <laughs> will ne- wherever that is, will never be the same because you yeah. were there and because of the influence you have on that campus. So uh, we just believe in you and we're, we're thankful for you. And uh, you. I know uh, Mama Matt, and, or Mama Matt, Matt and <laughs> Michelle are just so happy uh, for you. Yes. And uh, yeah, we're just cheering for you in the PNW. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I'll be back, no doubt. Yeah, come on back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Well, coaches and athletes, thank you so much for joining us today for True Life Sessions. We hope you're encouraged. Again, get in the word, get in community. And that is how we grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus. Um, to him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you so much, Halsey, for stepping into True Life Sessions and being authentic and sharing uh, just how the Lord's using you uh, on the volleyball court, how he's helping you, how he's growing you, how he's pushing you deeper into his word and into his community. And it's just so special to have you on the podcast. And I know coaches and athletes everywhere are blessed by what you shared with us today.
But as we land the plane today, I'd love to talk a little bit more about what she uh, shared about practically um, and how she practices uh, walking with Jesus and being with Jesus. Uh, One of those things she talked about is spending time in God's Word. Um, God's Word is a lamp to our feet. God's Word is the foundation of our lives. To those of us that call Jesus King, it is the way, one of the ways in which we can spend time with our Heavenly Father. What I love about God is he is sustaining all of the universe right now as we speak. As you listen to this, he's sustaining everything around you. The lilies have what they need. The sparrows have what they need. The cosmos have what they need to sustain and run. But also in the midst of all of that, he cares about you. And he he cares so much about you that he wants to spend time with you. If you were to go back and look in the origin story of humans, if you will, at Genesis, God's main goal was to be with his people. Throughout the Old Testament, he wanted to be with his people. Jesus coming to earth is him shouting from the rooftops, I want to be with my people. And now, because he's poured out his spirit on his people, now he lives in us, those of us who call him king, and now we can access him at any moment of any day. That's what Hebrews tells us, that we can run to the Father whenever we want. So why wouldn't we take advantage of that? Well, I think for me a lot of times, and I'm sure for a lot of you coaches and athletes out there, one thing that may hinder you is you don't really know where to start. FCA offers some amazing resources to help you take just one step. One of the things we offer is the Daily Impact Play, which is a daily devotional that can be sent to your inbox every single day. Also, the YouVersion Bible app has thousands upon thousands of devotionals that can help guide you in reading and better understanding God's Word. FCA offers some amazing devotionals that go along with our yearly theme. And then also, lastly, to to touch on what Halsey was talking about there at the end, a great way to learn how to read God's Word and spend time with God's Word is spending time with God's people. Being in a biblical community is what we were made for, and God's local church is that biblical community, that community and that family that you can belong to during the week, on the weekends, whatever it may be, wherever they gather, you can belong. If you're not connected to a local church, reach out to an FCA staff person or reach out to somebody and see if you can get connected somewhere because God created you to do life with other people. And within FCA, we have these things we call huddles, which are groups of believers, coaches, and athletes that meet in school, out of school, off campus, on campus, in teams, at the motocross track, wherever they can gather, they gather and they read God's word together. They grow together in the understanding, the truth, and the grace of Jesus. So if you're not connected to a huddle, please get connected today. But that's it for us here at True Life Sessions. We hope you're encouraged by what Halsey shared, and we hope you get into God's Word one step this week, get connected in community, and we can't wait to see what God does in your life and through your life. We're praying for you, coaches and athletes. We're with you, and we'll see you next time.